Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to 22nd episode of Psychology Talks and with, who, who, from wherever you're joining, a very warm welcome and I hope you had a great day and uh, if you're joining live, uh, very warm welcome again but if you're watching it as a replay, uh, I'm, I really appreciate your efforts for joining today. So today's topic is um, something that a lot of people actually talk about these days. It's, uh, I must say, it's sort of a buzzword these days as everybody talks about impact. And we hear a lot about impact these days. We hear this word from company mission statement, from media interviews, or uh, from anywhere, like if you watch the social media, you will hear this word a lot these days. Creating impact is clearly important and something we should all strive for. But what exactly does create impact mean? Here I would say that creating impact is not easy, but it's, it's very simple. Be the change you wish to see in the world. This is the quote from Mahatma Gandhi. And perhaps you must have hear, uh, heard this a lot of time before me. <laughs> but it's a, it's a beautiful sort of a sentiment. And it reminds us that everyone has the power and can create an impact in the world. But how to create impact is, again, a mystery. So in today's episode, we will talk about how you can make your life in a way that it creates a meaningful impact in your life and in the lives around you. And that's why our guest of the show is someone who has created an impact already, a huge impact. He has actually won a Nobel Peace Prize in 2005. His name is Lamin Abdulmadi. His mission is to create an impact that leaves a legacy. He has devoted his life to helping people and bringing out positive change in the world. His goal is to touch a million of lives in five years and subsequently spearheaded effort to support that ethos. One of which is to launch IDEAS, like I-D-A-E-S, IDEAS Cafe, a platform to source ideas positively impact our world on health, sustainability, technology, and youth. He won a Nobel Peace Prize, uh, Nobel Peace Prize in 2005 after 14 years of his like struggle, efforts, and continuous uh, uh, struggles. He focused on transferring the peaceful use of nuclear science and technology to meet its development goal in Africa. And he, of course, his, his, his personality is not just to gain benefit or have the benefit for himself. He wanted to contribute to the society. So whatever the money he received from that prize, he donated to establish a first cancer hospital in Zambia. And every year, thousands of uh, patients are treated in that hospital. 
So let's welcome this amazing personality today to our show and learn a lot. So hello, Lamin. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, my pleasure, Ambreen. Thanks a lot for inviting me. Um, I look forward to having a fruitful discussion with you this afternoon. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's like I'm sure um, our uh, audience will learn a lot from you because you have like dedicated your life to create an impact and you are a living example of it. The way you have been uh, leading like throughout your life, it's not just for yourself. You are continuously contributing uh, to add more, um, to give a mean sort of value to the to the society so and and that's amazing and that's why we i invited you so like our audience can learn that how they can add a meaningful value to the society and how they can better uh, contribute to be a better citizen yeah yeah so uh let's see like a lot of people have are already joined and they are saying um Hello to us and like Zamachari is uh, a very active member. Thank you for joining. Omar Hassan is also saying he's the CEO of Falcon International. Thanks for joining. Uh, Shoaib Khan is the, has joined. Riyullah and uh, Yahya and MD Rashid. And so thank you everyone for joining today We're from uh, different places of the world. So let's move to the discussion however like before moving to the discussion just tell us a little bit more about yourself that from where you started and what the struggles you faced during your journey um thanks Sandrine. i'll try and of course i can speak about this for hours but maybe i'll try and summarize it so i'm actually i'm actually half english half nigerian so i grew up in nigeria till i was about 12 years old and even as a child, I mean, I posted about something, you know, I think a couple of weeks ago about rethinking education. So, you know, when I started school um, back, you know, when I was about five or six years old, um, my first year of school, I just used to focus actually on drawing because I loved art and I was trying to express myself. And I actually had to do primary one um, twice. So, <laughs> so um, and, you know, it didn't, it didn't really matter. I just, I just love drawing um, as a child. I just don't understand why, you know, I had to be, be asked to add and subtract at that, at that level at five years old. Um, but you know what I used, to, what I used to really love drawing back then was I, I, I was really into comics. So I used to draw Spider Man and Hulk. And then as I got older, it was about seven or eight years old. I used to actually love drawing planes, airplanes. So there was always this sense of adventure. I think for myself, I actually wanted to be a pilot because I actually wanted to go to lots of different parts of the world. Um, explore different environments. And actually that was born initially, I think from I mean, my genetics. My grandfather actually left England when he was about 18 or 19 years old. And when he got to Nigeria, he just got off the ship and just said, oh, I'm gonna settle here. So maybe that sense of adventure was already born inside mm -hmm. me. And also um, my mom used to work for an airline company back then and she used to get tickets for like, you know, 10% of, of a ticket. So by the time I was 10 years old, I'd actually been to already 14 countries in my life. So I was kind of I had this exposure of you know just wanting to learn from different people, learn from different cultures as well, and I also love food, and we'll talk about that later in terms of how that relates to coffee. But I think just you know just wanted to just explore different things. And one of the things I've been thinking about, you know, people sometimes come to me and say, "Oh, can you help me get a job? I want to do this. I want to do that." And one of the things I always ask them is, 
what were you passionate about in your life before you were 10 years old? And they kind of look at me really strange and think, what's that got to do with anything? I just want a job. I said, well, I can only advise you based on my experience. I can't just say, oh, go and get a job uh, and do whatever, because I always believe, and we'll come to this later on, that if, if you're going to really live, live a truly fulfilling life and actually create meaningful impact, you actually have to know who you are and what your contribution is in this world. There's 7 billion of us in this world, and I think everybody is unique in a way. Even our fingerprints are unique. So I think we all have our unique kind of contribution to make in this world. So again, just to reiterate on your question, so I grew up in Nigeria, so I was about 12 years old, and my dad actually got a job in Austria working in an in, in OPEC fund. So I actually left, left Nigeria when I was 12. I went to school in England. Um, and then, you know, just trying to get into that different culture, having been in Nigeria, going into England, it's a completely different culture, different climate, and I was experiencing cold. Um, and then, you know, eventually I, I went to university. And even in university, I always like to tell the story. I remember when my last, I think, last two weeks of university, and my teacher said to me, oh, what do you want to do, Lamine? I said, oh, I'd like to work for the World Bank and change the world. And, and he goes, oh, that's too difficult. That's for really intelligent. That's, too, that's for only really intelligent people. You're never going to work there. I just said, yeah. okay, let's see. So eventually I actually joined the British, the British government in development. And from then on, as you know, in terms of the impact, being on the good team, um, I, I haven't shared this story that many times. When I actually first worked in the UN after about three or four months, um, I, actually was, I actually wanted to quit. You know why? Because I actually don't like being micromanaged. So I had this super micromanager. <laughs> it was a contrast of being in the UK. Because in the UK government back then, I had very good bosses. I have to say they were all female bosses and it's, they, they let yeah. me really grow up. They, they let me grow a lot. They trusted me a lot. And I came into this UN system where my boss was, you know, French Arabic and he was correcting my English. I mean, I was in British government. I used to actually write letters for the <laughs> minister. And I said, how can you correct my English? <laughs> so after about three or four months, I was actually ready to quit. But obviously I stayed on, worked with my team, my colleagues, and eventually, of course, in 2005, um, we were awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for back then. You know, some of my colleagues were involved in trying to prevent, um, you know, obviously trying to prevent the war, the second war in Iraq. But the other thing yeah. we talked about earlier on was that, you know, from the Nobel Peace Prize, we actually got awarded $1 million. And I was happy mm -hmm. that about $200,000 of that came to my project to help Zambia establish the first yeah. um, cancer hospital, which treats about 1,500 patients at the moment. I mean, just, just to summarize in terms of struggles, I think sometimes you have to be a little bit patient um, and also, but always keep in your heart what you really want to do. Never give up on that. No matter what anybody else tells you, just keep that close to your heart. Revisit that even if it's on a daily basis or a weekly basis. Never ever say you don't have enough time. I was reading a book today that said that if you ask someone to go and find money or change in their house, they will look for it. But that's, it's like that with time. There's no something as I don't have enough time. Is that what you yeah. allocate priorities to is where the time will manifest. Yeah. So I just want yeah. to... I, I mean, it's amazing, of course. You did say that, like, that you had a lot of struggles during your journey and, you know, like micromanage. And you, like, <laughs> failed and had to repeat twice uh, your primary schooling. So, you know, I think these are the failures. I mean, we, do, we don't say these as failures. We only say that's like you know these are the struggles that make us stronger to and, and help us achieve our goal 
So I think, as you said, that you know, we need to have passion. And, and I think um, what you said, that you realize your um, passion at the early age, right? Like, because you had the business countries and you want to explore different cultures. So I think that was the point that, that gives you the ambition to do something for the people to understand them. And that's how I think you get into the, you know, creating a huge impact around uh, for the people around you. So, so and like most, uh, just a second. Yeah. Do you hear me? I can. I think there's some connectivity issue. Or... Yeah, I think I'm back. <laughs> I thought there is. I thought that it's like. So, anyways, um, so uh, what I was saying that basically, like creating an impact is sometimes, uh, of course, like you said, that it's not should be the goal, right? We should not just have a goal to create an impact. Like we should be ourselves first, and then think that how we can help, help people, and that's how it's an impact. Right? So. Well, do, do you think there yeah. is a difference between uh, creating an impact or creating an influence? Do you think there's a difference or it's just the same thing? Yeah, I actually think there's a difference because, I mean, if we look at the common terminology of influencer now, as someone that, you know, whether they're popular on yeah. social media and people want to be influenced by that person to do something. But I, I question whether it's actually impactful. So for me, actually, it's I think it's a difference. I think when you create an impact, it's a com and a different types of impact. So you know, even in my goal about I want to have a positive impact on at least one people, I have that word positive impact. But what exactly does that mean? If I go back, you know, when I was when I was at school, actually, one of the sports that I loved and I used to be, you know, very good at it was actually throwing was javelin, throwing a javelin. And when you throw a javelin, okay. people just think, oh, you just throw it, and that's you just you throw it and that's it but when you actually throw the javelin you're supposed to keep your hand up for a while okay. before you actually turn it or you put it down and it's like you know when you throw something there's a bit of a maybe a wind below that that kind of channel channels that sometimes we maybe like you know in islam we call something called baraka a blessing in something that you do so sometimes we can do something but you might not be able to see an impact, but if you do something, I think, I really believe that if you do something and you put your heart into it, there will be an impact because it's not just about, you know, one plus one is two. It could be one plus one might actually be three or four. So I think when you create an impact, yeah. the difference between the impact and influence, impact is like it, it has the opportunity to actually create a change or what we call transformation, transformation in your life where you actually say, I've been doing this, but actually I want to transform my life and do something completely different. Where you actually transform the way you actually think about something, the way you actually apply yourself to do something. And I think an impact is something that's more lasting, something that will last with you for many more years rather than just something that's just here and now. There's something that you think about, oh, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, I listened to this person and I've been trying to live my life like that for example um or you know yeah. i read about all these things but i don't have time to do that why not you know one of the motives i had for last year even though it was a pandemic i said if not now then when what are, what are we yeah. waiting for 
I mean, life is, life, everybody complains all the time. Oh, life is oh, it's so fast. I can't believe it's the end of the year. You know, just, just try, apply yourself, I think. And I think if you do it with a heart, people will actually see it and say, oh, wow, this person is actually talking differently. They're doing something a little bit differently. So just to summarize, I think when you do something impactful, going back to the comment you made earlier on was that um, when you do something impactful, you're doing it with, you know who you are, and you're, there's a bit of a sincerity in it, and people actually warm up to that because as humans, we all connect. We know when things are being impactful, when something, when someone has been really sincere, when someone's very, really honest, or when someone has been a bit devious. I think there's, a, there's an element within yeah. our heart that we don't know. When you're in touch with yourself, you'll be able to pick that up quite, quite quickly, I think. Yeah, I mean, you actually uh, um, explained it so brilliantly. It's amazing, basically. Um, as nowadays we're seeing that impact is often confused with influence and a lot of it's basically because of the social media has come and everybody's trying to uh, confuse the word impact with influence and then again influence is now linked with the fame or something and yeah. people are actually unable to uh, find the true meaning of the impact influence and the fame and that's what I think it's the main confusion that they feel that what they want. Um, a lot of people get fascinated by the influence or the fame and because and that is what they have been chasing for. For example, if I, I had a like, conversation with uh, a lot of people and they, they actually they when they, they apparently they said that they want to create an impact, but when they actually have a conversation about that they are more into getting fame only so it's mm. something it's and i would just like to point out here that if person is just want to have a fame or something like just linked with their desire it's um, never going to create an impact because in order to create an impact as you very rightly pointed out that it needs to go beyond then ourselves. We need to think that how we can actually add a meaning to someone's life or add some value to the people who are living around us. And it, it starts from one step, or I would say just one person. And as you actually said, that the intention should be very sincere um instead of like devious and I, I would say that devious is something that if you want only something for yourself you would never be able to you may get that success but it would never create an impact because it would be short-lived because you use it you consume it and that's all but if you want to give something to society or oh, that's how it creates a meaningful impact and, and that's how it creates so, ripple effect that you know or, or you can say the domino effect that is creates a chain and then you know if you add for example if you help one person uh with sincere intention and that person again you change the person's life and then again it, that person will go and do something good for the other so that's how you know it creates an impact and for that one needs to think beyond then you know their own self and think in terms of that how they can actually be beneficial for for the society and and i think that's what you've been doing throughout your life <laughs> yeah 
but trying my best. I mean, I'd like to maybe just just to close off this. I was gonna say like, for me, the difference between like fame and impact is like you invite people around to your house and you give them a box of chewing gum, or you invite people around to the house and you prepare a meal and they eat. As you know, if when you chew a gum, it's very sweet at the beginning, but within a few seconds, it's bitter and you just want to throw it out of your mouth. Whereas if you cook a proper meal and you invite people around, the amount of effort, people really appreciate what you've done for them. That's probably the anecdote that I would like to use between fame and influence and impact. Yeah, I mean, it's a wonderful example. I think that's uh, that's how it is because that's how we can add some effort and that's how people can remember, you know, that you yeah. have done something for them. And uh, yeah. so, uh, so if we think about the impact, do you think that it's linked with sort of a purpose in life, for example, in order to, as we are talking about impact. So as you mentioned, yeah. that we need to find out our passion, we need to find out ourselves. So do you think it has something to do with the purpose in life? It is important to, like, for example, if someone is, genuinely want to create an impact is it important mm -hmm. for that person to realize their purpose first and then or or it just goes randomly how it comes basically yeah i mean i'm not saying that i'm right or wrong but i believe that it starts with you knowing your knowing your purpose i know a lot of people always you know say oh i don't know what i'm passionate about and what my purpose is yeah. and this concept about find the thing is that it's not the find is not actually out there. It's actually with I think it's within you. Um, yeah. You know, I just think sometimes if people, I just have to tell people just take ten or fifteen minutes in a day, or even if it's a week, just to think about what you want to do. You know, again, I was reading a book yesterday, and the author says that he actually he actually reads obituaries every morning. And some of them, I think that's morbid, but you know, it's an American graphic designer. He said no because. He wants to read people who had this, because in obituaries, you always have, you know, the good stuff people did in their life. Because, oh, yeah, this person, did, they lived their life, they died at whatever age, and they did this. So it, it can't, it's like a wake-up call for him every morning to say, okay, how do I want my obituary to be? Because one of the things that we always forget, and the human being likes to forget, is that we are, we are all going to die. That's not, there's yeah. no doubt about that. And even yeah. Steve Jobs said, I don't know if you know, and Steve Jobs said that the fact that he knows that he's going to die one day is what makes him think about what, what legacy does he want to live? Of course, he's passed away now, I think almost 10 years. But even he was thinking like that. And yeah. so, so I think in terms of, you know, your purpose doesn't have to be like, oh, you want to have a coffee shop or you want to, you know, invent the next, the next best, I don't know, electric car. It's not about that. Are you yeah. solving a particular problem? Or what do you think you can contribute towards? So for me, my purpose, I was related to this quote. I was, I don't know who said it. The rent, the rent you pay in this life is your service to others. Because there's 7 billion of us. And I just think we're not created as islands, as an ecosystem. And I love that concept because I think also back to, you know, what the Prophet Muhammad said, that leadership is servitude to others. And I love that concept of yeah. servitude. Um, even my son in Abdul Malik means serving the serving the king for example and i think that so when i when i frame this purpose i want to have a positive impact on one million people's lives in the next five years for me it just resonates like everything is servitude whether i have a cafe i'm still serving people i want to serve people the best coffee i want to serve them the best cakes or whether i say okay 
I want to create an index so that everybody in the world knows that what is the most prevailing disease that exists in their country, which is what I did when I was director of Think Tank in Riyadh, the FI Institute. Everything is servitude. And I think from that purpose, I just feel more whole in my life. I think if you know about your purpose and about what your contribution is, the impact will be more impactful, not just for yourself, because I think if you do something and your heart is not in it, after a while it becomes heavy. Like yeah. you, you might give up on it or you might get angry one day and say to someone, oh, I'm doing this for you. Can't you appreciate it? And, if you do, yeah. and I think if you do that, then there's something missing. Just for, I mean, it might sound idealistic, but I always think do something because you really want to do, not because you're trying to impress anybody or you're yeah. trying to get some kind of reward from it. Of course, we're all humans. We always want to be patted on the back. But I think yeah. if you always look into get appreciation from other people, you will eventually be disappointed. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, so, I think, so I think you should, I think you should focus a lot on you know what you really want to do, um, and I think the impact from that way will come about. And you don't have to count the most the most important thing that I don't know that I think is really the journey. There's no end to it. So oh, you might even people say to me, well, "How do you know when you've reached one million people?" I don't care about the I don't care about reaching the target. I just set myself yeah. as a goal. Whether it's yeah. 1 million people next year or in 10 years or it's 5 million people or 10 million, I'm not counting. Yeah. <laughs> only, God, yeah. only God knows what it is. It just, it just helps me to have some kind of focus and what I've experienced since I sort of articulated that goal last year. I've started to find lots of people who are meeting that say, oh, wow, I want to help you reach that goal. In fact, you know, forget about five years. I want to help you reach that goal next year. And I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, you know, it just, you know, even having this talk with you, for example, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those, it's, I think it's part of the journey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Like it's, a, if we have the longer goal, we need to have sort of, uh, more strength and, uh, and that's why passion and purpose comes in. Like, because life is a big, like it's a journey and it's a long journey, I would say. And what happens is, what I've seen is that people usually, if they are not driven by the passion, they, they are not able to achieve that long-term goal because either they like settle for less because they don't have that much courage to or to actually put in extra effort, effort or to go extra mile when they are already drained or exhausted. And I think the the passion or the purpose gives you the extra boost to give uh, extra boost or energy they we usually receive from our passion to go extra mile. Because um, the thing is that there are lots of distraction if if we just look around and uh, as as you mentioned that you know like even like during the course of life we have family. We have career, we have jobs, we have societal pressure, and lots and lots. And everybody, you know, sort of get lost in those pressures, those uh, sort of whatever, like they think that, you know, it's too much for them. And then that's, that is the point when if they have realized their purpose or passion, then they can keep them focused on their track. And that's how they can achieve their goal and and once they find they achieve their goal that is how they can actually create a meaningful impact not only in their lives but 
in the people who are living around them and that's how we, i feel that it is that's how they create an impact in the true yeah. sense yeah that's actually that's a good point that you made because i think you know in terms of people who say they have a purpose or passion they give up to me i think it's it's um doesn't make any sense in a way because i think that your purpose should be linked to who you are as a, as a as an as a human being as an individual so you why would you give up why would you give up on yourself yeah it's, it's difficult for you to, and then when i had i mean i was gonna say when i had a cafe in cape town about 10 years ago which is one of my passions was to have a cafe and i always tell everybody for three years i never woke up saying i'm going to work yeah i had to be at my cafe every day at 6 30 a.m and sometimes in cape town it actually gets quite cold but there was no oh i'm going to work it's just like oh, I'm just going to live my life. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't make any money from my cafe, don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it was just like, you know, just get up and do it and go and be of service yeah. and just do yeah. it. And so that passion was like the engine that kept me going. And it wasn't like, I, it wasn't a sense of giving up. Yes, I had to leave in the end because we had other issues. But I, I, it's still in my head to say, okay, one of these days I would like to revisit that. Maybe I'll do it differently. Um, yeah. But it's still something I just want to be, you know, of service to people in some some manner. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> this is something that you know it keeps us going. It keeps us focused in one direction. So yes. I think that is what is really really important, and that is what matters. Is that if if somebody really wants to create an impact, they actually need to step back and have sort of a one to one conversation with themselves find out who they are, what they want in their life. And, and that is what I think, that is what the world needs because we have already so many people like following the herd, copying others, but the only way that actually you can stand out is basically you need to find who you are, how you're different from others and embrace it wholeheartedly. Not just saying because most of the time people say that, you know, like we have seen a lot of people with disabilities also, but when they embrace their weaknesses and strengths wholeheartedly, that is how then they are able to impact and in their lives yeah. and in the others as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean that's a good point you said about disabilities because yesterday again this book I was reading, I couldn't believe it. There's actually someone this this guy's famous in America. He's a he's a blind film critic oh my god <laughs> and i'm thinking to myself I'm trying to, yeah i'm yeah. trying to fathom that but apparently he's really popular in the states i'm going to actually uh -huh. look for his website and i thought myself so he's a film critic he doesn't actually watch the movies because he can't see because he's blind yeah. but he's still a film critic so he's obviously using whether he's listening to his listen to the sound and he can criticize a movie but you see that's someone that people will say oh how can this guy he can't even watch movies how can he film critic but he didn't let that stop him he's still um, doing that i mean that's that's really, amazing I mean, that's amazing it's, it's <laughs> hard yeah. that, definitely so yeah. do you think do you really believe that if a person um has a dream that he wants to change the world do you think he can change with one person or he needs always the support of the other or how can you do that if if someone just has this passion what mm -hmm. what do you think he, what what needs to be done by him to actually change the world 
Yeah, I mean, I think I'm mean, like just going back to the example, like I talked about, like how people I'm beginning to meet people that actually want to help me. I think sometimes you just have to be the spark. So, for example, the idea of when I meet with people and I say, oh, and people say to me, what do you want to do, Lamine? Or what are you doing? We know you like coffee, but what else are you doing? I say, oh, I want to create a platform um, to crowdsource ideas to impact the world. And I, I've set myself a target of doing that for one million people in the next five years. I said, well, actually, I've got three years left because I said that early last year. So, and I said, oh, wow, I, I'd like to help you. Tell me more about that. So, yeah, maybe I'm the spark, but then obviously I can't do that by myself. So I yeah. think, and I think when you start that journey, you find like-minded people that can start coming onto that platform um, and say, oh, yeah, actually, I want to help you as well. Like, even if you look at the, the iPhone, um, I remember even when, you know, the touch screen, like when you touch everything. In fact, my brother, when he came to visit us in Vienna many years ago, he had a, he had a phone that actually had a touch screen. So even though people assume that iPhone started it, they didn't actually start that. But Steve Jobs was like, no, I want, it, I want to do something different. I want to have only one home button. And all the scientists yeah. said, it's impossible. You have to have three home buttons. <laughs> yeah. he, he was just trying to make life easier for people. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then the scientists that he encouraged, they was like, okay, eventually they said, yes, we can actually finally have one home button. He's actually just trying to make life easier for other people. So in terms of this journey, I think once you start, you find like-minded people that actually want to help you, who actually want to be on your path, who want to help you help share your story to different people, who actually say, Yo, I want to be part of that journey. Yeah. So sometimes it just takes one person to be that spark. But definitely you can't do it all by yourself. I don't think that's possible. Yeah. Even yes. if you look at even if you look at the great men of the world or great women in the world, they always had a team at that moment in time that supported them and said, Yeah, we like your vision. We want to support your vision as well. To yeah. have it take us from A to B or A to Z. So I think it's I think it's usually you need one person to spark it off, but I think definitely along the journey there'll be other people that will participate and yeah. help you journey. Absolutely, absolutely. You're absolutely right that when we actually have certain goals in mind or we start meeting like-minded people and then they definitely help us to reach the goal. And at the same time, I would just add that it's also very important to have your circle uh, with the people who support you to uh, achieve your goal. So mm -hmm. it's, you develop a community and yeah. at the same time, if if you think that people are driving you down, you also it is equally important to actually uh, create a distance from the negative people as well. Like you know, if people are trying to pull you down or something, so it's it, the journey is always full of ups and downs, like meeting with yes. people. Yes. So like, yeah. Yeah, just like life. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So uh, we definitely could go on um, and talk about for hours on this topic but I'm afraid like we are reaching to the end of the show. So uh, there are lots of co good comments also about the impact is like an expected result are meaningful and permanent. Yes, absolutely, Zamachari. And they're also, so yes, um, I would say that uh, like since we are reaching to the end, so maybe like what one example, uh, advice would you like to give to our audience to create a lasting impression? Um, I always like to say, I always like to this concept of leadership. So I'll just say, um, know, your, know yourself and lead the life that you want because nobody is better at leading your life than yourself. 
So I believe everybody is a is a leader. I'm, I'm not saying everybody should be president or CEO, but in terms of yourself, you have your 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 own unique identity, and I really believe that if you want to have change within yourself and others around you, you could just be like even five or ten people around you, or just even whether it's your spouse or your kids or yeah. anybody, I think that once you settle on yourself, then that change will manifest itself around yeah. and people will start to say, oh, I, I, like to, I like to be around this person because this person has a yeah. positive energy, for example. They want to do different things. And, you know, people will get attracted to you, like, you know, honeys and bees. People yeah. will get attracted to you. And once you do that, even if we're not talking about, it doesn't have to be 10 people or 100 people. Even if it's two or three people's life you, you touch, it's it's still it's still an impact. I mean, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> they should never actually confuse the term impact with fame or something really big. If yeah. basically impact is all about when you are able to give a meaningful uh, value or you add you can add value to a single person's life, and that's enough. That is that you're creating an impact. Being a housewife, being a job seeker, or any person you are in your life. It's not yeah. something about, you know, to achieve a bigger title or something. It's not basically impact is nothing like that. Impact yeah. is just when you add a simple value to even one person's life. And that's it. It could be yeah. your home or it could be anyone. Yes. So, yeah. So thank you so much uh, for joining us today, and uh, it was it was a lovely discussion, and uh, even I myself uh, learned a lot from you today. So <laughs> yes, uh, Thanks, it was Henry. great, and I'm sure um, our audience also must have uh, gained a lot of value from our discussion today. So <laughs> all of those who joined today, thank you so much for uh, tuning in, and. Thank you for making this uh, conversation lively and sending posts in your comments here. Uh, so thank you so much and have a, a good rest of the day. And thank you too. All right. Take care. Bye, Ambreen. Thanks a lot.